Today's episode is brought to you by Oyoga, offering over 50 classes a week between their two studios in downtown Syracuse and DeWitt, New York. There are opportunities throughout every day to find your center and allow your mind to turn inward and examine the abilities of your body. Oyoga offers all levels of classes from beginner workshops to hot and sweaty vinyasa flow classes. Come find the right class for you by signing up for the two-week new student unlimited membership for $25 and take as many classes as your heart desires. Visit our website, www.theoyogastudio.com for more information. Our world is a truly amazing place. It is full of wonder, beauty, and amazing people, most of which we will never see. I am Tyler, and along with my wife Tiffany, we are OM Travelers. Our goal is to see the world, create amazing experiences in our life, and meet as many inspirational people out chasing their dreams as we can. This show is my opportunity to bring their stories to you so we can all share in the lives, inspiration, and awesomeness that we seldom hear about in those around us. Please join us here and at Ohm Travelers on Instagram and be a part of our journey. Namaste. Today's episode is a very special one to me since it's a bonus episode and recap of our recent yoga retreat to Blue Osa in Costa Rica. This was a special 10 days for Tiffany and I, mostly because she and I led the retreat together and we had 36 amazing people around us sharing in the experience and emotions of the week. For some, it was a healing time. For others, it was a break from the regularities of life and a chance to find some peace. For some others, it was just a chance to see the beautiful country and also mix in some yoga postures. All that mattered was that they were there. For me, doing this with my wife was the coolest. There are not many people around who can say that, and I do not take that honor lightly. To be able to teach alongside my wife is an incredible honor, and I take zero claim of organizing this retreat, as Tiffany did everything. Just for a little foundation on where we were... Blue Osa is a yoga retreat center on the very southern end of the Osa Peninsula on the west side of the country. We could see the border with Panama across the bay and a little farther south to our right as we viewed the ocean. The Osa Peninsula is an absolutely incredible part of our earth. The interweaving of small communities and jungle life is everywhere. The bond between humans and nature is exemplary and the pride that the Costa Ricans take in their country is evident. Many people commented on the poverty, but in reality, it's just a far simpler way of life than what we can comprehend. They value natural resources unlike anywhere I have ever been, which admittedly isn't many places. There are small family farms everywhere you turn with cattle, horses, chickens, and endless varieties of vegetables and fruit. The people of Costa Rica are some of the friendliest we have met in any of our travels also. Right from the moment you step off the plane, they greet you with a smile and want to help. You are met by a horde of people when you walk out of the airport, but take a deep breath and you will realize they just want to make sure you get to where you are going. Most don't even expect a tip for helping. To get to Costa Rica is actually pretty easy, and once you are there, it's very inexpensive to have an amazing vacation. We flew from Syracuse to Atlanta, and then Atlanta to San Jose. From San Jose, we boarded a small plane and flew down to the rural area of Puerto Jimenez in the southern part of the country. 
The landscape of Costa Rica varies from lush rainforest to high-peaked mountains to beautiful coastline on both the Caribbean and Pacific sides. Taking the small plane is a really awesome way to see the country, and if you haven't been to a country where you can take a small plane like that, I would highly recommend that you just grit your teeth and get on one and do it. Now, words cannot really express Blue Osa itself. It is the epitome of Costa Rica. The staff was amazing, to say the least. They all had huge smiles every single day, and the pride and enjoyment they take in their jobs was evident at every turn. The resort is extremely well-maintained and creates an amazing crossover of landscape seaside oasis intertwined with jungle life. The macaws flying all over were my favorite. Huge, beautiful red, blue, white, and yellow birds. The monkeys make sure to wake us up every morning right as the first glimmers of light shone on the far shoreline to the east. Immediately, the jungle awakens and birds chirp, bugs buzz, and life starts to come together. I have never had an easier time waking up at 5 a.m. as I did down there. If you haven't ever been woken up by the jungle, find a way to make that happen. And then there were the gardens and greenery. This was the first time I have ever seen Bird of Paradise outside of a floral shop, and those flowers were incredible. So, needless to say, it was a truly awesome week, and Tiffany and I are so grateful to everyone who came. I had the great opportunity to sit down with a few yogis, Brett, Allison, and Trisha, one afternoon towards the end of the retreat to get their story on why they came and what they thought about the retreat. I hope you enjoy this, and thanks to everyone who came, and especially these three, for sharing their thoughts with everyone on the podcast. So today I'm here giving kind of an extra episode of the podcast. We're wrapping up our retreat in Puerto, outside of Puerto Jimenez in Costa Rica at the Blue Osa Yoga Retreat Center. And it's been just a phenomenal week with amazing weather and just we couldn't have asked for a more incredible group of people. Tiffany and I are so grateful for everybody that came this week and just made our lives so amazing and enhanced the lives of everybody around them. So I have Brett, Allison, and Trisha here with me today, and we're just going to kind of discuss the retreat experience as it's been for them and what brought them to the retreat, what sparked their interest in it, and kind of how they're feeling as we wrap up and leave. So welcome, guys. Hi. Thanks. Um, So Brett. You're all the way to my left, so let's start with you. So um, describe kind of your relationship with yoga, um, how long you've been practicing, and um, how frequently, just give a little bit of rundown as far as that goes. Sure. So I actually was introduced to yoga a couple years ago um, by my sister who was teaching at the time. I went to my first class with her, and... That was actually a pretty moving experience, which surprised me a lot. Um, had not done yoga before, had done sports and uh, more traditional workouts, but um, I was surprised at how moving the class was. And um, got back to Syracuse and started looking for places to, you know, connect and, and do yoga. And so for the last couple of years, it's been two to three times a week. Um, and one of the biggest things I think that I've learned through practicing is breathing and the first class I took and then when I got back to Syracuse and started taking classes regularly I realized like how sticky my breath was the sticky was kind of like a good term because when you breathe in and then breathe out you notice it doesn't come out smoothly yeah but over time and with practice I've noticed that breathing has now smoothed out and 
it makes a huge difference, I find, in my energy level in my body. Um, just there's a lot less tension and therefore there's a lot more energy traveling all over my body. So that's one of the biggest benefits I've found so far. And what was the first yoga, do you remember the first yoga class that you took? Like what type of yoga was it? Do you recall? Um, it was one of Kathleen's classes. So it was Hatha. It was their okay. Wednesday morning class, I think, mm -hmm. in Syracuse. And, um, and one of the things that she was always big on and still is, is paying attention to your breath and always allowing time to check in with your breath breath throughout class and that's one of the things that I appreciate most in practicing is just it gives you a chance to kind of come back to that one rhythmic thing that's always going on in your body so that will certainly even things out physiologically but also psychologically it brings you back to something that's a constant all the time so that was one of the first places I was introduced to the idea of like actually paying attention to your breath it's hmm. made a big difference yeah okay so Allison how about you so I originally was introduced to yoga probably 15 years ago, mm -hmm. and I didn't get it. It just didn't, it didn't make sense to me. It was hard, and it was draining, and it was the days of, like, when hot yoga first came on the market, and I didn't understand it. And I've never liked exercise, like, quote-unquote exercise. I loved dancing, I loved swimming, those kind of exercises that you don't know that you're exercising. And I was also in my late 20s, and I just, I thought it was not my thing. So then, fast forward like 10 years, and I, post-baby, was looking for something to get my metabolism going, and I said to a friend, what do you do? And his advice was just take baby steps, just do little things. So at the same time, there was a series, Kathleen also was the impetus, um, she offered 6 o'clock a.m. outdoor yoga in the park for six weeks. And I work for the American Heart Association, and we kind of co-sponsored okay. the series. And so a whole bunch of people from work were going. So I started. And Kathleen, for me, made yoga make sense. It wasn't about the movement. It was about breath. It was about being able to focus your efforts in a way that pushes everything else out. It was about alignment. It wasn't so much about getting my heart racing, and it wasn't, you know, it was a, it was about me. It was about me, and it something clicked. So I went every, uh, all of the six classes, and then a group of us went to her and said, you know, can you keep doing this? Because this is lovely. And so she was able to start back up the early morning class again, and I saw her every Wednesday for a year and a half. Wow. And she just taught me so much about breathing and focus and putting everything else aside and just focusing on me and not something that comes naturally to me at all. I think to most people. Right, yeah. is to just focus on, on this right here and, and to close out everything. And so from that, once a week, three years ago, I'm now up to five to six days a week. Wow. With a lot of different instructors. Yeah. I like to try a lot of different, because I learn so much from people, and just different styles of yoga, and different times of the day, and different places, and just to kind of, a poo-poo platter of yoga, yeah. if you will. All right. Just to see how everybody does it, and, and where I gravitate most to. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Trisha. Okay. Um, I went to my first class in the 90s. Um, in a an armory square above where there's a sushi place now, there was a studio up there. Was there a tattoo parlor up there at one point? 
like down at the end of Armory Square? Yeah, it's like between Urban Outfitters yeah. and the corner okay. on sure. Walton Street. Mm-hmm. And uh, my friend was really into yoga. She was teaching me about like Christian Morty and like all this stuff. And I thought she was the most out there friend. <laughs> we were working at Possibilities and she's like, you should go to yoga. I was mountain biking and I just moved back from Colorado and snowboarding and she was like, you should try yoga and I was terrified and um, I went to a couple yoga classes with her. She went to teacher training, moved to North Carolina and never touched yoga again. She never did? I never did. Oh, you never did. Okay. So, um, then I... Uh, after a while, I got a corporate job, and they started offering yoga during lunch um, that we could pay for. And the first person to come and do yoga for us was um, Pam D- Pam Benton, Den- Tiffany Noser. And um, we would pay a certain amount of money, and then every Thursday we'd go down and do yoga with her. And the teachers evolved. We had different people coming in, and... Um, and then there was one that I didn't relate to as much, so I stopped doing it. And then and one would come in that I knew, and I would start doing hmm. it again. And then last March, Ashley and I were at work. We worked together, and we're like, I want to travel. She's like, I want to travel. She goes, will you go to Iceland with me? I'm like, I'll go to Iceland. And it was a yoga retreat. And people, my friends are going, you don't really do yoga lately. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I will do. Go to Iceland. I yeah. can do it. So I got back into it, and then I started going um, to another yoga studio. And at the same time, Rachel said, uh, I've always wanted to go to Costa Rica. She says, um, Tiffany and Tyler are going to Costa Rica. It's another yoga retreat. And my friends are like, but you don't really do yoga. (laughs) So to me, the yoga retreats are um, a chance for me to slow down and... um, you know, I am more into yoga now because of going to Iceland and because of here. Um, it definitely benefits me if I just slow down and, and do it. And um, I also get to see places I've always wanted to see. And the people are, so far, two out of two times have been great. Good. Um, now, when you're, we'll stick with you for a second. So when you're deciding between taking a cruise, maybe to go see multiple places or a yoga retreat or like what what would steer you because this is now twice in one year mm-hmm. that you've been on a yoga retreat been well yeah I guess not maybe not a calendar year but I see what you're getting at so what what, what is it that um, what what is it that drew you to agree to do this because it's a big I mean Iceland is a I mean that yes that's a place a lot of people want to go but to go there on a yoga retreat without really ever either being fully into yoga, right. like hardcore, or, um, I don't know. what Because it's it's a structure. I, I'm, as a youngin' or in my life, I've been great at just going backpacking places, you know, but this creates a sort of structure um, now that I'm grown up and I'm not hanging out with all my hippie friends. We're all off doing our own thing. I can join with other adults be in a place where there's some knowledge and some structure of what to do in the area. Would I come to Costa Rica on my own now? Yeah, possibly, but I found that I like yoga retreats as a vacation. 
I cannot stand going somewhere and just lounging around all day. Yeah. Yeah. The activity level, um, I think, is And important. if I'm not in my element, like near my gym that I work out at and all that, I won't do anything. I'll just yeah. get bored. And it's, everybody's been pretty active in this retreat. I mean, we've yeah. had surfing and waterfall rappelling and um, zip, lining. zip lining, the hikes. Mm-hmm. Um, there were four, three or four other things, I think, too, that people did. So it's really, as well as venturing off on their own just to hike creek beds and s- seek out waterfalls, which yeah. in the end actually have a path that go to them. But um, <laughs> but it's been really great. So, okay, very interesting. I would do it. Oh, I was talking to Emma about other places there's yoga retreats I didn't know it was a thing and um, do people only go to Costa Rica and Iceland or no so here's here's a question one probably not final question but right now it is Um, would you what would your thoughts be on doing a yoga retreat a yoga retreat with teachers that you didn't know is that something that you would consider doing at this point or, or would you rather stick with people that you're relatively familiar with I'm not, I would do another one with the teachers I didn't know I didn't yeah. know you guys and True. I yep. have never um, practiced with Saraswati before either. okay alright alright well that's <laughs> awesome yeah. I think it's some kind of blend between a place you want to go to the community of people that you're going with and the benefits of group travel so the question of, you know, would you come back to Costa Rica? I plan things for a living. So the idea of someone else planning a trip mm-hmm. for me was, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, mm-hmm. please. Whereas I know some people allow, enjoy more of just, let's go to Costa Rica and figure it out on the way. So I think there's, there's something that compels you between the place and the people and the things that you're doing. That that... You know, I wasn't looking to go to Costa Rica, but I was looking, I kind of put out the beginning of last year into the universe that I want to experience more yoga, more in depth, to do more, and I want to travel. And I want to travel on my own, which is a rarity, mm-hmm. with a family, like our last family trip was Disney World, which <laughs> very different, not stress-free. Yeah. So I, you know, I kind of put it out there that I wanted to find this opportunity, and literally, like the next day, I saw Tiffany's post about Costa Rica, and I was like, "That, yep." That I didn't think about it, I didn't ponder it, I didn't research it. I called up my friend Jen, who lives in Montana, and I said, "Do you want to go to Costa Rica?" And she said, "Yes." Then I told her it was a yoga treat, and she's like, "Oh, I better start doing yoga." Like yeah. it just so all of the, you know everything just kind of came together. Now you've been on multiple retreats, Allison, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been on one other local. This is the first yep. international. So I did go to a I glamping is like the closest thing. It was in okay. the middle of the woods in those lovely like um, Catherine Hepburn like tents. Okay. And it was three days of it's a very similar format. Two yoga classes, one in the morning, one in the evening, restorative in the evening, local farm-to-table food. They came right in. And then hiking and um, natural waterfalls and, um, like, a wine tour and things like that. Okay. So it was a, a different scale as yep. this, but same idea of just being able to embed yourself in, a, like, yoga culture. Now, for you, does, and I guess the question will come to all of you, but and does the yoga have 
a greater importance or does the overall experience for you? And there's no right or wrong answer, but what is it that everybody comes for different things? So what what is the... I came to do yoga. Okay. And to the point that we wanted to go kayaking yesterday. And it, we could only go kayaking during a time that would overlap yoga. Okay. And I said, I'm not interested in kayaking. Mm-hmm. I can kayak um, like Ontario. I came here first and foremost for the yoga. Okay. So that's for me. Trisha? Um, there's a mix of both. There's no, again, there's no right or wrong answer. Just curious. It's a mix. It's definitely the whole experience. Um, I don't... To be fair, it wouldn't be the same without the yoga, yep. because I think that's what brings the people. Um, I didn't know anyone coming into this except for Ashley and Rachel, yep. and I knew that if it was a yoga retreat, things were going to be. It was going to be cool. It was going to be safe, and you know, it cool would just, people, yeah. like-minded. People. Yeah, there wouldn't be any drama. Okay, yeah, and there hasn't been. No. Um, all right, Mr. Brett. Um, now. This is your first yoga retreat, correct? Uh, yeah, officially full length, yeah. Yep. Okay, and you and Kathleen have done a lot of traveling in the last year to far off places, and you've landed and had no plan whatsoever, <laughs> and you sort of did this, so you landed in San Jose. Liberia, Liberia, yep. okay, yep. and that was like almost two weeks ago. Right, right. And you guys spent your first week in Costa Rica just cruising around. Yeah, which is as a way that we both like to travel. Um, you know, Allison, you're a planner, which I completely get. Um, but part of the, I think, the fun of traveling for us is the adventure of like figuring it out as you go. And also, I find too that we end up getting more involved with people that are there. So, like when we came in this time, we came in a week early on purpose to kind of check out Costa Rica as a country. Um, spent some time down in Nicoya, which was uh, labeled as one of the blue zones, so we wanted to look at that and, and kind of meet people down there. Um, but ending here, so the second week being here, worked out has worked out really well for us, too. Um, travel for any length of time can be tiring, just because, you know, if you're having to figure out, especially the way we do it, if you have to figure out what's next all the time, it can be a little exhausting. Um, but this has been really nice to be able to, like you were saying, it's, it's all kind of figured for you. Like you, you know where you're going to be for the week and you have options to either go and do or not do. Um, and in terms of the yoga as part of it, um, yoga is a regular part of my daily, my, my life anyway. So practicing it more here has certainly been beneficial. Um, but it also kind of just blends in with the experience because it's, it's something we'd be doing anyway. Yeah. That way. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it's much nicer doing it here, though. Sure. Yeah. 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 So that leads into what the next question was. So in a few sentences, can you give your description now that we're at the, at the end of the week? Um, give a description of what your experience has been like here. So we came in, I think we came in looking for um, kind of to recharge based on the fact that we'd been here for a week and had been traveling and stuff. Um, Definitely got that out of this week for sure. And then also, I think the other thing I would say with the experience is it's been a lot of fun to experience two teachers on a regular basis throughout the week because I haven't been able to get to your class or Tiffany's class on a regular basis. but it's been great to actually have both of you. And I kind of set up on Monday my pattern that I was going to go for classes. So I'm like, okay, twice a day I can do probably every other day. 
but it's been really good to be able to actually get both perspectives on the way you guys teach and also just the type of you know uh, flows that you put together so um, I would say overall the experience has been uh, one that's kind of recharging and rejuvenating and you felt okay like being centered in one spot yeah because for us we kind of already did our running yeah, around so okay. we didn't really do any excursions because we'd kind of done that ahead of time um, and also you know we both you know part of our traveling has always kind of reminded us that living slow happens everywhere else in the world, it seems yeah. like. So we go visit, you just see how much slower I the know. pace is. Yeah. And so stepping into that and trying to stick with that has been you know, kind of the goal when we travel. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, cool. Pura Vida. Yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Allison, how has your experience been here both at Bluosa and in Costa Rica? Um, completely rejuvenating I mean just getting here the process of getting here I feel like was very symbolic for me because you were what two days three days like two days late because of the weather two days late okay because of the weather in Syracuse which can be super stressful yeah yeah very <laughs> very stressful I mean just you know you wait for a trip and I've been pushing towards this trip because my father recently passed away so this was really I was kind of pushing through all of that and just I just got to get to Costa Rica everything will be fine once I get to Costa Rica and then there's this huge trauma getting here you know our flight was delayed we had to make the choice whether or not we wanted to drive through a snowstorm to go to Rochester to then fly out from there and I also was having a lot of health problems at the time so it was just kind of layer on layer on layer and then finally getting on the plane and getting through I mean plane travel is the antithesis of yoga i mean <laughs> and me. you guys essentially flew for like a day and a half because you had to stay over in san jose correct okay. so once we got to costa rica we had to stay over in a hotel for literally five hours and then get up at the crack of dawn and then get back onto like the plane from hell getting here <laughs> so i just felt like it was a struggle on top of struggle on top of struggle and then you get here and it took me a day to let go of all that struggle and so I feel like it took me just a day to allow the sunlight, like, oh, there's no snow outside, and oh, I don't have to put a parka on, and, you know, oh, I don't have to battle anything. I didn't have any outside struggle. I just had a be. And so it took me a good day until there was a massive rainstorm during evening yoga, and that was literally like a flood to just wipe everything else out, and I could start over the next day in like island time and in a new perspective and I feel like since then I literally am a different person good so it it's been refreshing and replenishing and emotional very very emotional and just the the recharge that I needed very much good all right and Trisha what's your (laughs) what's your experience been like here what, what do you think about i mean you could discuss blue osa just what costa rica what whatever is rung loudest with you while you've been here um i i know i want to do yoga with you guys again so i like the that's yoga. awesome we yeah. appreciate that um i also too liked the well that's what it was yin and yang yeah um, i like that difference even I missed more of Tiffany's. I had I practiced more with you, but because of the excursion, so. Um, and what excursions did you do while you were here? I did an all-day hike to Corcovado National Park, and then I did surfing. Okay. So 
I missed. It just happened to be. Yeah, the timing of it, sure. But I did. Um, I love being. Um, not that it's the top thing in my list when I go away or when I've come to the yoga retreats, but I love the structure of doing yoga twice a day. And okay. it kind of screws with my body a little bit, too, I have to say. Like, I think I some like people that. fear that a little bit. They're like, well, I go, you know, once a week or once every other week. And so I don't do yoga enough to mm. to have to have to do it twice a day. But I like that. But, but you also don't need to right. either. But it is. It's amazing when you get into the rhythm of it. Mm. That it's a nice, it just, it, it's a lot, but mm. it feels really good. Well, Kathleen was saying, we all look so toned. I mean, everybody's posture's great, and everyone is <laughs> just mine. so, like, just <laughs> incredible true. just to look around. Yeah. yeah. Especially with the food that we're eating. I mean, we're just, we're just living the yoga life, and it's mm-hmm. intense in one respect, but having so, that choice. Yeah. What else has struck you being... Yeah. I loved meeting all the people. Um, I loved um, this place. This facility is unbelievable. Yeah, I've never. It's, it's blown all of our minds. I think. Um, yeah. Um, I'm an ocean girl. I'm, I go to the ocean three or four times a year, so that is spectacular. Um, the excursions, the wildlife. Um, the wildlife has been. Just everything. It's a bucket list thing for me. My child has grown. I um, have money, and um, I just want to start traveling more. And, and I think that um, you know this kind of got me a lot of fears that build up in my older age. And this seems these seem like little marking points, like going to Iceland and and then taking a plane flight at the timing that it was at. The little plane. Yeah, mm-hmm. smallest um, planes ever. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm a fearless person. I was a bucket of tears on that plane. Mm-hmm. I, oh. I had three people holding my hand. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, there's something symbolic about this trip for me too. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, the surrender. Yeah, the that's surrender. what we said today. We yeah. uh, we're water repelling over this waterfall. Was that you just have to give in to the fear? Yeah. I'm a control freak. Yeah. We came in on Friday, so we had no problem getting here. Um, we stayed overnight in an Airbnb. We're staying till Monday. Um, oh, good. Traveling up to the volcano and um, everything's been free and easy. Oh, good. Except for being terrified. Yeah. <laughs> so as the week wraps up, and we'll kind of wind down here, what are some feelings you have, some thoughts you have, or anything you might want to share with people listening who either have never heard of a yoga retreat, never considered it, or again, like we just said, might be in a situation where they're like, I don't do enough yoga, or I don't know any of these people. Just what are your thoughts now that we're to the end of the week? Like, where are you at? Just share a little bit of that. Anybody? I think the the venue actually is very good for uh, the kind of stuff we're talking about, being able to recharge and rejuvenate, because I think... Trisha, you were saying it's a very safe environment. Um, I think part of it's because the reason people are coming together is yoga, which means there's at least a commonality. Yeah, and maybe a common understanding of acceptance as a baseline. And um, generally, just when you're practicing twice a day, if you're spending much time at all in that practice, following what's being taught, you can't help but start to kind of look at yourself and start to become more accepting of what you're what you're seeing as well because the environment is safe and like you said there's nothing outside you know not even a snow shovel trying to Mm -hmm. beat you down (laughs) 
Just the howler monkeys in the trees. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but so in that way, I think it's a great venue to kind of reset and kind of get back to the idea that, you know, yeah, you can do life. I think we're all hardwired to do life. Yeah. It's, yeah. I think a lot of times we get messages that tell us that we aren't and we forget that, yeah, we can pretty much figure anything out. It's just a matter of taking the time to right. do it. Mm -hmm. And Tiffany's message this morning, wasn't it? That we all have it in us to do. That times like this ha just reminds us just to be and to allow the power, the divine in us just to, to work its way out. It's enough, yeah. yeah. Well, it's been a really cool week. And Tiffany and I, obviously, I mean, we're so humbled to have 35 people who would take the leap and come down here with us. It's been amazing. And you guys have certainly brought a lot to our lives. So thank you very much. I appreciate you guys taking the time. And safe travels home. Thank you, Ravita. Today's episode was produced by me, Tyler Cagwin. The background music was provided by Soul Rising. Find him on iTunes, Spotify, or basically anywhere you listen to music. www.soulrising.com. S O L rising.com and at soul rising on instagram make sure to visit our website www.omtravelers.com in the podcast section for today's show notes and links to the places and things we discussed in the episode www.omtravelers.com namaste namaste